All right, here we are, folks. The brilliantly dumb show presented to you here by Bro Bible. I'm sitting right now with, you're going to deny it, it's a fact, an American hero right now, Robert O'Neill, and another American hero, his father, Tom O'Neill, on the brilliantly dumb show. All right, folks, hang right with us here. Time to pay the bills just to let you folks know that with the new Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, cuts and nicks are officially a thing of the past. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. If you support the Brilliantly Dumb Show, you don't only support the show, you support your ball sack. From one guy supporting his ball sack to another, order Manscaped today, promo code BOBBYBALLS to get 20% off your new lawnmower today. Fellas, thanks for coming to Thank board. you so much for having us. We're going to have a good time today. It's a real pleasure. Let's rip it. Something I want to touch on before we even get to this was we got to give a little bit of a shout out to Bob Menery. Bob Menery, who you were on his show, asked me when we had him on if I could have three people on, who would it be? Oh, that's said, very cool. That's cool that he said that. Yeah, and I said Charles Barkley. I, the round mount of rebound, man. Why not? Of yeah, course. I think Charles Barkley would give a great interview. And then two, I backed it up with the man who shot Osama bin Laden. And here we are today. And Mr. O'Neill, pleasure to have you as well. When Bob tried to get tried to get you on and we were talking, this is a classic Abbott and Costello, but I just want to read this out with the text message. Bob Menery says to me, Rob, meet Rob. Rob, this is Bob. Rob, hop in on Rob's <laughs> podcast. Rob, Rob, Rob. I that's re- seriously what it said. We, we were on the boat yesterday, and that's, I got that, that text yeah. from, from Menery. Yeah. I respond, great intro, Bob. Bob, this is Rob. Pleasure to have you on the show. Outstanding. Thanks, Bob. Looking forward to seeing you, Rob. I'm currently shark diving right now. We'll check in ASAP. The shark diving, I then dug into the Instagram. The shark diving's not a joke. No, it's real, and we're, we're proving a point that um, I've been fascinated with uh, sharks, especially great white sharks, since I was little. And because of the movie Jaws, uh, sharks have been given a bad rep. They're, 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 not, they're not bad people. They're good people. <laughs> and I was proving a point that you can, you can get in the water anytime. Then you'll be fine. And they're not going to bother you. And so I, I was proving it recently um, in, in Bimini, in the Bahamas, Guadalupe, and then off the coast of San Diego and, and Dana Point that you can jump in at 2 in the morning, 6 miles off. And even if you see a shark, they're not going to bother you. Now, it's, it's one thing to say it, one thing to do it. Right, right. Knowing it's going to be fine – and it's still fine, but it's, I mean, it's because of those damn movies, it's in, it's in your head. But the, the, the great whites, the, we, we discovered, my father and I, that these, uh, these sharks are polite predators. They'll come up, they'll say hi. They don't, they don't fuck with you. The issue I have with is going in there to discover that because one miss and see you later. That's the whole thing is that um, if, they, if a shark bites you, it's usually an accident or a mistake um, or they're just testing you out. The sharks don't have arms. Um, and with a great white, it's it's devastating. But it's generally not. They're not. They're not trying to. Even when uh, when if it's like a lot of some triathletes have been bitten by great whites, they're just testing them. And once their teeth touch the bone, they let go because there's not blubber from a sea lion. But I mean, a, a test bite from a great white, even a juvenile, can be bad. And Mr. O'Neill, how do you even go about getting your son into this? Is it just put away the glove and bat? Let's go dive in with sharks. No little league for you. You know, when we were starting to think about this, John Kennedy, in about 1963, formed the SEAL teams, UDTs or whatever they called themselves back then. The Navy SEALs have been swimming in and out of the surf zone for 100 years. 
and there has not been a Navy SEAL hit yet. Not a single incident. Not one And that's incident. a super highway for Great Whites in between uh, Isla Guadalupe and Oregon. They swim up and down there all the time. Not one SEAL's been but, Navy SEAL. And then my thing is when you get in there with them, what what are you doing? Are you are you do you just take pictures of them? What, like how does that go? Well, nothing. You, usually with especially Great Whites, you don't even notice. And if you've been in the ocean, you've had a positive um, positive encounter with a great white shark, right. you just don't realize it. Especially off the coast of LA, off the coast of San Diego. You've, they've seen you. They just they don't want to mess with you. And they can come close. Mr. No, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and invite myself. I'd like to come with, just watch from the that'd boat. That would be pretty good. Once once they start producing my podcast, we can get in there. We can take one of those charter boats down to Guadalupe. But I mean, uh, we could be yeah. on to something here. Well, we, we, went down there, we went down there a couple of months ago, and I saw 31 different great white sharks. And it's just amazing. Between uh, 18-footers and 10-footers. That's and, bizarre. Yeah, and the, the females get the biggest. It's absolutely And the females amazing. are the nicest, not like w- with humans. Right. The females <laughs> are the most rational. On. Tough crowd. I liked it. Thank you. Unbelievable. <laughs> now, I want to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to jump in a little bit here and, um, you know, just some details that were in the book as well. I'm going to read. This is going to take like five, ten minutes of the show just reading your resume. I'm going to list a couple things off, okay? Raised in Montana, deployed as a Navy SEAL more than a dozen times, involved in over 400 combat missions, was decorated more than 32 times, received two silver stars, Four bronze met stars with valor, three presidential unit citations, was part of the mission Lone Survivor to save Marcus Luttrell. In addition, the mission to save Captain Phillips from Somalia pirates and also just happened to kill Osama bin Laden. Um, Robert, uh, just so we're aware, I didn't finish college. I didn't either. So we had, no, just right to the Navy SEALs? Yeah. I was um, I was playing basketball. My father and I, uh, he played at the University of Montana. Did you? I played at um, Montana Tech. And uh, basketball was kind of our whole thing. And then and out of nowhere, we decided Navy. Just uh, up and done. And uh, we decided Marines. And then Did and- you have any affiliation to the Navy at, at, at that time? No, other than my dad was a Navy veteran from World War II. Okay. But, I mean, Rob and I have been doing crazy shit. I, I hear that. Yeah, we would play. We would start his basketball season, our, no, our basketball season. The minute his basketball season ended, and we had this ritual of crazy crap that we would do with free throws and John Stockton School of Basketball camps. John Stockton. Great, was the I mean, best. this. Oh yeah. I, I mean, all-time leader in assists and steals. Yeah, he's uh, the man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Rob won the MVP over there. But the point of this is, we've been doing this stuff forever. And and for us to go from two hours a day every day basketball to Rob deciding to join the Navy was, but yeah. I mean, but it was all in though all the time. Like yeah. okay, we're because we would we would do a thing when our, when our basketball season started, we couldn't leave the gym until one of us made twenty free throws in a row. Love that, and that was the thing. <clears throat> so it's twenty in a in a row every day, but then it's twenty for a stake at the Derby, then it's twenty five, then thirty, then thirty five, forty, and we got to a point. What did you make? You had the family record for a week and a half, I think. I had. 91 yeah. consecutive and then I, free throws. And then throws. I made 105. 105 free throws in a row. Now, but when when Rob tells you he wants to join the Navy, what what what's going through your head? It was almost like a shift of gears. Like, okay, fine, we'll just do this. Yeah, it's just a Because we can shoot free throws. Now, now, now can we do pull-ups? And then what we learn about free throws, how do you get better free throws? You, you shoot, shoot more free how throws. How do you get better at pull-ups? You do more you do pull-ups. More pull-ups. How do you get good at diving with sharks? You, you, you dive, dive you get, you get in the water. Sharks. Seriously, yeah. You yeah. get in the water. And that's what we learned. Keep it simple, stupid. And and that was it. And it was just, well, we, I got to get better at pull-ups. I guess we do pull-ups. I got to learn how to swim. I guess we swim. And boy, yeah. did you get good at it. What, what are the numbers when you were trying to become a Navy SEAL? What are the numbers that goes into that? How many about pull-ups? Start? 
<laughs> I couldn't do five at first, and I got up to fifty six. Was my max. What What is it? But as far as the Navy Seals, what are the numbers for it? It's It's not even a number thing. It's It's a mind thing. And I talk to I talk to kids now. We actually just met with one uh, a lifeguard that wanted to be a Navy Seal at sixteen, and um, it, it's a mindset. It, it was more of a um, um, I want to be a Navy Seal. What should I do to prepare? And I would say, What are you doing to prepare? And he said, Well, I'm taking cold showers to get used to it. And I was like, well, knock that shit off right now. It's stupid. And he said, why? And I, and I said, well, look, here's the deal. Um, you don't you don't get used to something sucking. If I told you in 30 days I'm going to kick you in the nuts as hard as I can, right. and in order to get ready for it, you had your best friend kick you in the nuts every single day, days. it's still going to suck when I do it. Right. So knock it off. You want to be a Navy SEAL, take hot showers, motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and was there a lot of training and prep? That no. it's. I, I mean, it's, like I said, it's a mindset. No one's ever said... Um, well, I was having a bad day, but my body pulled me through it. Now it's my mind pulled me through it. And is he kind of giving you phone calls as far as what's going on during? Well, the tell him the Hell Week thing because we decided with Jim Emmert that um, was a Wednesday morning when the sun comes up of Hell Week. Hell Week is a part of SEAL training where um, SEAL training is bad enough when you get up before the sun comes up and you go to sleep when it goes down. But Hell Week starts on Sunday and you don't sleep until Friday. And we knew a guy. You worked with a guy, Bill Berger, that knew a guy that knew a guy. And Jim Emmert was his name, and, and what did he say uh, when if he doesn't if you don't hear from Rob by Wednesday, Wednesday. morning? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jim Emmert was an officer in the teams, and he ended up coming to Montana to go hunting. He's still right. in is still in the Navy. So Rob and I and Jim go hunting, and those two go one way, I go another way. And Rob's seeing all of a sudden, number one, that Jim Emmert kind of looks like us. Right. Yeah, normal dude. Seriously. Yeah. No, well, because I was hiking up that hill in, in, in the middle of the night. And I'm like, well, he's a Navy SEAL. I can't stop. I got to keep going or whatever. And and um, we got up on the hill. But, well, it's like you and I walking up the hill at Dana Point to the hotel. We, oh, Jesus. He yeah, and I <laughs> can't walk home from a convenience without store racing. without racing up a goddamn <laughs> yeah, it's hill. It's always a competition. And I'm 70 years old, for and I, Christ's yeah, sake. And, and I'm in my mid-20s. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so so where, from both of your guys' angles, first off, when, when 9-11 occurred, where, where were you? You got a good story, because I was overseas. I was with SEAL Team 2. I was in Germany, but you were hunting I was in bears a, in Alaska or Russia or some shit, right? I was in Alaska, and I just, I remember distinctly, I, I'm on a three-species hunt in Alaska. I'd taken a, a doll sheep, I'd taken a grizzly bear, and I'm now on a, a Alaska Yukon moose hunt. And these things are as big as this room. And it's September 8th, 2001, that I take this moose. And the, that whole thing's another story. But we get out. after We're two days getting out of this thing with no sleep just to get the damn moose. But you're going through the east coast of Russia to get back to the United States, right? Yeah. And 9-11 happened. You didn't. I, I, well, yeah. Didn't it? But at any point. Or am I, am I out of. I'm, wait a minute. Now, I, this is in 2001. Oh, I thought it was 2011. No, 2001, two, sorry. 2001, yeah. and I'm in, in a place called Duffy's Roadhouse, somewhere between Fairbanks and <laughs> Anchorage, whoever in the hell Duffy is. And anyway, we're, uh, <laughs> I, 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 all of a sudden we walk into this place and things are on fire. And they were saying that the Twin Towers had been hit. They said that uh, someplace other in, in Florida had been hit, the Pentagon had been hit, and there's an assault on the White House. And I'm looking at this without any sleep, and I'm thinking, no, this, this is me, not it. Right. And so finally, I do get a hold of Rob, and we're talking. I said, what the hell is going on here? And he had one comment for me. Welcome to my world. Is that, is that no, because I've been talking about Al-Qaeda since He'd the been, 90s. He was ahead of this thing, years ahead now, of this thing. No, but when you say ahead, as far as he had a feeling that something like No, 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 no. We, we, I'd known about Al-Qaeda. I'd known about Osama bin Laden for a long time. 
before and any I, well, of I would, I would, we'd go back to Maloney's Bar in Butte, Montana, and I would talk to my friends and say, there's a group out there called the, the headquarters, called Al-Qaeda in, in Arabic, that is going to hit us. They're going to come back to the Twin Towers because they attacked at 93. And then and, what and, is your response? But everyone, everyone was saying to me, no, no, you're racist. You, that can't be real. I'm like, no, I'm not racist. This is not... This is this is it's an ideology. That's, they didn't forget about us. They're coming back, and like they will again. Right. Yeah. They didn't forget about us. Yeah. And, and all I just said to to you was welcome, welcome to my room. Right, welcome. <laughs> you know the one thing that's interesting in this. You asked a question a little bit ago about how did how was I handling his transition to the Navy or his transition to SEAL Team Six or whatever right. it was we were talking about. It's almost like how are we handling current transitions? Our whole lives we've been. Always looking for the next, not necessarily adventure. Well, the next ridge line. Yeah. Like when you when you were hunting, you get to a ridge line. There's the next there's ridge the line. There's the next ridge. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so it, our life has kind of been that way. So for him to take the jump to the Navy, Navy SEALs, SEAL Team Six, which okay. is a whole nother ball of worms, I'll tell you, just getting from there to there right. is not for the faint of heart. Now, but it's always something. Right. And does does SEAL Team Six come after nine eleven had already happened? Yeah, yeah. I went to SEAL Team 6 in 2004. Okay. So 9-11 obviously was 2001. I was at SEAL Team 2. I went to SEAL Team 4, and then I went to SEAL Team 6 after that. And just a progression. It just takes a while to get to SEAL Team 6 right. because there's um, traditionally one class per year, and then they, they bumped it up to two classes a year to try to get what we call them as assaulters as opposed to operators. Uh, this many assaulters at SEAL Team 6, and there's four squadrons. I don't want to get too much into uh, how many guys are there. But we just needed more at a tier one level, and it was the two tier one teams are Delta Force and SEAL Team Six. Right, and um, in the Navy, we can go to either one. Um, Delta takes everyone; SEAL Team Six takes SEALs, and um, so it took me a, a second to get there. And That's then it, it's a nine month selection course, probably a two year process to get over there. So, but did you know how much involvement you would have? No. In it? No. When, when it happened? You had no idea. No, it was a, um, someone else is going to do it, but I just want to be able to see it. Right. It's not going to be us. There's no way in hell it's going to be me. It can't be, right? No. Exactly. But we were, but I was part of the, all of the, the missions. I happened, I happened to be the right place, right time, and, and luck of the draw. And when, when is it that you find out that you are going to have such an instrumental part to it? Um, well, like for the, for the rescue of Captain Phillips, it was that day. Because I saw the guys on the on the airfield in Jalalabad, Afghanistan, when they launched, didn't you know? We told them it was a bad idea to go in, but they went, and then we went to get them. And when we went to get Captain Phillips, it was that day. It was my birthday. I was in Virginia Beach, April two thousand nine, Good Friday. Happy Happy birthday! Thank right? you. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm my daughter's <laughs> Easter tea party at her preschool. Sixteen hours later, we're in the Indian, Indian Ocean. We flew from Virginia Beach to uh, the Indian Ocean. One hundred and three Navy SEALs in the water. We rescued Richard Phillips, and then. Uh, Two weeks before we went after Bin Laden, they told us it was Bin Laden we were going after, and they picked twenty eight guys. And how much training was like? Did they? Have well, we didn't need training? any. We didn't need any training for us, right? Because they picked the the most senior guys. But we did training so that the um, the powers that be could see us train to to um, be happy with us. Now, Tom, <laughs> and, it, and it was it was so cool though because President Obama told us he said I wasn't convinced Bin Laden was there, but after watching you guys, I was convinced you can go in, find out, and come back and get out. He he was convinced we were going to live. We weren't. We we're gonna die, but but Obama was so cool that. Um, so you're you're pretty much you're on a you're on a plane and you're pretty much have the mindset that there's a shot. This is a oh we're way. no we're definitely gonna die on those on some of those yeah. And then do you can he he obviously can't tell you anything that's going on. To what level did you know that Rob was either training for? Or where did you think he was at the time? 
I dare you to get this story out of him. Oh, oh, I can get, <laughs> can I can get through it. I just want to make sure I don't say the wrong shit. You You're know, good. Because You're good. I, I think I knew more than I was supposed to know. Right. And it wasn't because he told me anything. It's just that intuitively, I mean, you know ever, si- ever since his career started, he's blamed me well, for the, the, half the, the shit. The thing is, he always was convinced I was, I the, was guy the guy doing, doing it. it. He'd see something in Life magazine. Oh, that's you. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking not me. God damn it. No, that's definitely you. And I would miss them. Like, I'm here. You're fine. I, you know, I'm here to do something special. But then the Bin Laden raid, of all the people I want to tell, because we just got back from Afghanistan. Right. And now we're going back. back. Because they're going to, people won't notice that we're training. And I want to tell them. Well, oh, see, you had to. And this is the part of the story that gets me so choked up is because everything else we've always done has been leading from it to something else. Right. We're yeah. always looking. This is but the we, but we'd been But we've been together since. Every single day, playing basketball since I'm 13. Yeah. And pl- playing the McLeods. Me ha- hammering the the goddamn uh, drinking fountain. He's old. How did he beat us? And you're like, we, Rob, he's 25. And what's your reaction? <laughs> what's your but, reaction? Then, but then we get to this, and I'm, what was I, 33 when we went after Bin Laden? Yeah, but see, the problem here, he'd go on deployments or go on missions when he's overseas. And I said, Rob, God damn it, I wish I could go with you. <laughs> but I, what I would always say, I, you know, I, 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 I do too. I yeah. wish you could come with me too. Yeah, I could tell the, you. But on this one, I called, him, I called him right before we left for Bin Laden. Before they launched, before he's climbing on the bird, he called Like me. I have my gear on, my gun's out. I got my night vision on my head. And we're talking mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. And I said, Rob, I wish I could go with you. And he said, Dad, I'm with some real good guys. That's a pun. So that's when he kind of knew. Yeah. That's when you knew something was up. Well, I well, wasn't supposed to be in Afghanistan, though. You didn't. You didn't know I was in Afghanistan, right? We right. weren't supposed to be there, right? And now we're leaving, and and I'm out. You know, I'm with my I'm with my best friends in the world. I was like, fuck, yeah. I'd love to tell you. Is it yeah. true that is it? I had yeah, I've seen and and heard it that you there were some of you on the way over there to the Ben Ladens that fell asleep. Motherfuckers fell plane? asleep in the yes. How the fuck? <laughs> I was looking over. I remember, but I so I, I got I got my buddy Cheese, who's got the dog Cairo. We all have nicknames. I was Nisro, NSRO, Navy SEAL, Rob O'Neill. Just because my friends would see me at a bar, I'd say, what up, my Nisro? And and I, uh, parenthetically, I I gave him Yeah, you fucked me over, by the way. I I put something in the newspaper. We caught an oarfish in San Diego, 27-foot oarfish, when I'm in training, and he gave it to the local newspaper, the Montana Standard. And it said, uh, blah, 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 Navy, Navy Seal, Seal Rob, Rob O'Neill. O'Neill catches four, big yeah, fucking yeah. fish. And so the, it's, it's, <laughs> the SEAL instructor's like, oh, you're a Navy SEAL now. I'm like, no, my fucking dad thinks I am. <laughs> so they, they gave me extra attention. But what's the point we're getting at? So, so we're, in the, we're in the plane. I got cheese here. Cairo's here, the dog. And then one of my boys is over here, and he's asleep. So we're flying to Bin Laden's house. And I remember looking at my friend thinking, you got ice in your – you are asleep. Ice. In, uh, in ice. the car on the ride to Bin Laden's house. Yeah, that's a cool. But my guys were so cool because um, they really real. Same with swimming with sharks at night. Look, if you can't see it, it ain't there. Why are you worrying about it? If you're worrying about it, it's not going to affect it. Fall asleep. Right. Yeah. What was Crazy. Your, what was your biggest worry? I, I know you guys really don't have fear, but what what was your biggest worry flying over there? Like, what there, was, there, was, there was no worries. I mean, we're going to get shot down. Or as soon as we get like when I went in the first room onto the right, um, the right-hand side in Bin Laden's house, I remember shining a light up to look for explosives because I'll generally hang them down and right. that, that's going to, it's going to be, um, it's just going to implode the house and I couldn't see any. And I'm like, why, why aren't there explosives? And then looking at, uh, I remember seeing a little girl that was scared and one of my buddies grabbed um, grabbed her, brought her to another, to a woman and I just watched my friends do, like, I remember thinking like, this is shit they wouldn't do for us. We're the good guys. Mm-hmm. We're making sure she's not afraid. Right. And, and, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, 
we might do this and let's let's go to the stairs where where uh, um uh Maya told us Khalid bin Laden would be and we went up there and one of my buddies aced him one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen you know what I love that you say so much and I've heard you with, with interviews was that you weren't doing you were doing it for the people that had to jump out of the oh twist. that's exactly and I say that every day that, yeah. and it just like it, it's I mean my scene it, when I was in New Jersey I was like nine years old um, but all of our parents, our our dads, you know, had commuted to the city. Yeah. So I'll never forget. We were. I don't know what. Well, I mean, you can see in. you can see it from Jersey City. You can see the tower. Totally. You, you can, can see, see the Freedom Tower. Yeah. And <laughs> just, no, and and what we talked about. I mean, what 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 was what? The, I think the respect isn't given to the people, um, at Windows on the World. It was twenty five hundred degrees Fahrenheit. You see people j- trying to use um use uh, uh tablecloths as a parachute. People holding hands. Jumping together, I don't want to die alone. Do they know each other? Do they just meet? They're gonna kill them. Like, what the fuck was going on inside? That that's why we went for sure. And and I wanted there was no way in hell I was gonna live the rest of my life um with that regret of not going. I'm gonna go I'm going. This is how it's gonna end. Yeah. I have to I must yeah. go. And what's the mood at, at the base that, that, that you're at when it, it was just happened? serious, all serious. Like just shock or like oh well, no no when 9 11 happened or when we went for for bin laden yeah like when you guys went over for bin laden everybody just oh no, no it was com- complete well we were professionals and we'd done it so many times i mean the only difference between that mission and a mission in 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 ramadi or bakuba iraq was instead of handshakes we gave each other hugs right. and literally just said have a good fight this is it i mean this is it mm-hmm. and these are your best friends yeah I mean, you, you my guys best friends 2023 20, the best people still talk to them you know, till this day uh, i talked to most of them Good. um some of them are still going and they just it's a freight train that kept moving <sighs> but it's like like seriously you take a piss you smoke a cigarette you give each other a hug and here it's a good fight have a good fight yeah but the thing of it when he's climbing the bird just going back a couple paragraphs i said to him um i wish i could go with you and he That's says so i'm with some really good guys and what he was telling me is it's a one-way mission. This is it. We're going to die. It's over. And yeah. then if you... Well, the thing, too, is because you went you went to Walmart. <laughs> oh, No, yeah. he did. I was. So he's... No, I'm he, sitting in Happy a... shopping, Dad. <laughs> Seriously. So he's in Walmart. Can't move. I'm yeah. flying to, to Bin Laden's house in Abbottabad, Pakistan. <laughs> he's in aisle six but, of the no, frozen no, section. I'm in my, I'm in my Ford... <laughs> Whatever the hell, yeah. Yeah, Ford Ranger truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, hey, and by the way, you, you don't need to say which vehicles were not sponsored yet. So it could, it could, it could have been any. God it could have been any truck. <laughs> the O'Neill Limited Edition. Yeah. Then how did you hear after the mission's complete? How did you get the news? Well, the thing is, we were we had Bin Laden's body, and we're at Bagram Airfield, and the FBI is doing uh, DNA tests on him. We have a um, we have a, a TV set up. President Obama came out walking in a, the black suit, red tie. The red carpet, and he said, "Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the Never world. The this. United States has conducted a mission that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al Qaeda." Yeah, and I'm sitting there eating a breakfast sandwich. He's, I hear the president say Osama bin Laden. I look at Osama bin Laden. I'm like, "How the fuck did I get him from Butte, Montana?" But then we're, th- but then we're thinking. When are you going to say, say no Americans no killed? Yeah, yeah. And, so he, and I'm he never said he never he, said he, that. Uh, about a he minute, about later. a minute and twenty seconds saying, into it, he did. Yeah, yeah I, my neighbors can hear me screaming at the television set because yeah. I haven't heard. I want to hear, oh, and I don't want to hear a, a word. You had to be a mess. Well, I'm waiting for the uh, military guys <clears throat> to come up, which I'm yeah, praying the, to God the, they the don't. The friggin' guy with the, 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 the priest and the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you had to be a mess. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was. I mean, even we're writing the notes to our buddies. Like, so the 23 guys that were there, we're, we're, we wrote letters to everyone, uh, individual letters to my dad, my daughters, my mom, my sister, my brother, my sister, and I put. And but you can't give these letters to your buddies. Because they're going to die with you. So you got to find someone that doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. 
a manila envelope and I hand, I said, Hey, look, here's inside of this. Just trust me. These are letters with instructions. You're going to know what to do. And he's like, well, what, what, what do I do? I'm like, just trust me. You're going to know. Now, if you see me tomorrow, I want them back. So they know. So he had no idea. As soon as he gave him back, I shredded those goddamn things. Them. I wish I would have kept them, but I shredded them. This, yeah, I went. I, you wouldn't. I had blood on my uniform. I went into the shredder and put them in the thing. Just got rid of them. I don't. And letters. I mean, I didn't. I didn't write a letter to to the seven year old. I wrote a letter to the twenty seven year old daughter. I'm really sorry. I missed your wedding. I know you're beautiful. Thanks for taking care of your sisters. What we did was noble. You know, I wish I would have kept them, but um, at the moment. And it must have been the half bottle of Johnny Walker blew that up. <laughs> <laughs> Very well deserved. Oh, though, I think yeah. so. Say the least. Yeah. Ah, shit, Grace. I did it again. What did I do? Cut my nuts with another shitty razor. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. So with one guy with a set of balls to another guy with a set of balls, take care of your balls. Use Manscaped today, getting 20% off all Manscaped orders. When you use promo code BOBBYBALLS. Yes, Bobby Balls gets you 20% off all Manscaped order today. Take care of your nuts today. For you, Robert, at what point? Do you really very good looking? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up to me and he goes, uh, he looks at me and he goes, Are you good? And I said, No, I said, No. So you kind of pause for a Here's second. Here's what hit me. So I go, I go, what what um what do we do now? And he said, Now we find the computers. Like we do this every night, hundreds of times we've Trained, done this. Right. And I said, Yeah, you're right, I'm back. Holy shit. And here's how cool my guys are. He goes, Yeah, you just killed Osama bin Laden, your <laughs> life just changed. Let's get to fucking work. I'm like, that's that's it? That's it. <laughs> I guess we get to work. And crazy. Tom, for you, I mean, of course you've heard it so many times, but even for you to hear it now, does it still yes. hit you till yeah. this day? Yeah. What's it like? You can get him to cry, I guarantee no. you. He's, you're on you're the verge. You're close to There's been a couple times for me where I'm trying mm-hmm. to hold it together over here. I mean, it's just yeah. got to be so wild here. Well, what I mean, how, how, how did we get here? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, how it's, much, I mean, we did so much work, so much, the, 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 uh, Everything from the free throws to the to the layups, the dribbling. I was, I was just, just going to say, it's too bad Osama didn't have a hoop. You could have shot oh, some free throws before. You got to make oh, twenty five. I'd have crushed before. him again. <laughs> yeah. I try to save the world, the world at least once every ten years. <laughs> I got him. You know, it's it's almost one of these things where I'm as old as I've ever been, and I'm as young as I'll That's ever brilliant. be. That's brilliant. Brilliant starts today. Yeah, my it, life starts well, right now. Right now. This minute. What well, we're even, doing right even, now, it we, starts here. Well, we were talking about the McLeods when I'm pounding the, the damn drinking fountain. And McLeod's in his 50s now. And I remember thinking how, I can't believe that old bastard beat me. He was 25 at the time. And Mike and Jim and Mike McLeod, Rob and Tom O'Neill, we called the Hatfields, Hatfields and, McCoys. and McCoys. We'd play them two on two every fucking every day. day. Every and day. And I, I love those two, but I still hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> and one of the McLeods happens to hold the single game, or, yeah, the single game scoring <laughs> yes, record at the high I, school. I was going to take that. Right now, the McLeods are somewhere on a podcast saying those fucking No, I guarantee you. Those fucking O'Neills. Well, that, you know, it's funny, so uh, I don't mean to name drop, but Mike McLeod's daughter, uh, Erica okay. McLeod, what, what was she, the, what was what event was she? Uh, heptathlon. The heptathlon. So she's like a five-time state champion at the University of Montana. And those fuckers from the Montana Standard 
from they said Erica McLeod, she's butte tough, just like Evil Knievel. I'm like, really? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Not even yeah. an honorable mention. Yeah. Evil Evil's in the top. Three. I killed the number one terrorist <laughs> in the world. This guy can't he's a great jumper, can't land a fucking bike. <laughs> well now so but when do you when do you hear like obviously now at this point you know Robert's okay. When do you find out he's the one who pulled the trigger? Well, you knew it off the bat. I, think. I knew it. What I, made you? What made you? I, know? always knew I, it. I knew it. I knew it. Wow. I, here's what I thought, and I think I thought it erroneously, but he was not supposed to go marching down the hallway and marching up the right, steps. You've mentioned that. No, I was supposed to be on top. He was supposed to be coming down. Yeah, we were going to die on the rooftop. To, he's yeah. going to. He's going to uh, fast rope in. Yep. And he's going to take him from on top. <laughs> well, the, the plan was we're going to drop the snipers off, drop the dog off, and then we're going to—they're going to fast rope. We're going to fast rope on the roof, and then we knew there was about a nine-foot jump where we're going to jump from the roof onto the balcony, and then we're going to shoot it out through a, a window. So, wouldn't and that make you the, the first person? Well, we're going to die. We, we call what, ourselves what? a martyrs brigade. Martyr. We're going to die there. Well, and the thing of this thing you too is, but we want to—we know that it, if he blows himself up, we fucking got him. And we're going to die with him, but we fucking got him. That's, that was the mentality of the guys. Any thought to take him to try and take him alive oh, or that, that's outside um, of that? Technically, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. We're de- we're, you were popping him. <laughs> you were popping That motherfucker's going to die. You're, you're popping him. And this is, this is exclusive right here. <laughs> yeah, it just stays in this room. Yeah. Just this yeah. room right hey, yeah. As long as it's not being recorded. Yeah. Connolly <laughs> Brandon, this stay, the shit stays here, all right? Jesus. But part of the deal was... I didn't know where, where Rob was after he'd come back from his deployment. This is pre-Bin Laden. Right. Other than he's telling me, this is a kid that's been in the Navy SEALs for 14, 15 years at that point, and he's telling me that his, his forearms are falling off. Yeah. We, he's just, right. So he's telling me that he's fast roping like a motherfucker, and he is- <laughs> No, it was so much, I almost called myself out of it because my, my, my arms are getting so- broken from fast roping because we're training to fast rope for the bin laden right? every day seven yeah. days a week but that's the part i didn't know but i knew he was fa- uh, he was why are you fast roping? roping when we should be we were scuba yeah. diving because yeah. we're, we're, we're down in miami we're supposed to be scuba diving because we were training on somali pirates how how can we how can we dive in an open current to a mothership and we're training that and they call well the best story is they called us up there uh, a couple of the team leaders so the guys for the bin laden raid and they brought us in a room and said all right here's the deal um we found a thing this is a, this is real we found a thing, and this thing is, this is not a drill. We found a thing. This thing is in a house. This house is in a country. This country, uh, there's a bowl in between the mountains. You're going to go in and get this thing, and you're going to bring it to us. And that's, they meant Bin Laden. So we're all in this room. We're like, well, what's the thing? Can't tell you. Well, how are we getting there? Can't tell you. What country? Can't tell you. Why can't they tell you just out of curiosity? They didn't want to at first because they didn't want it leaking. They didn't tell anybody what we were doing. <clears throat> so we assumed it was going to be Gaddafi in Libya. Um, Interesting. Because the um, Arab Spring just started. And we figured they would want us to go fly in off a flat top, get him on Ospreys, bring him back for a debrief or something. Uh, but so we're, we're they, but they said we can't take any PJs from the Air Force, can't take any CCT from the Air Force. It's all Navy SEALs. So if you know how to do medical shit, bring it. If you know how to use a radio, bring it. By the way, you're carrying a machine so you gun. You know, you know something's up. Something's up. But we thought it was Gaddafi. So we went home on Friday and they said, all right, go home, be with your kids. Come back Sunday and we're going to tell you exactly what's going on. And I remember asking the question, well, well, who's going to be there at the brief? And they said, well, the Secretary of Defense, the, the Vice President, Secretary of the Navy. And we're like, holy fuck. Something. But, they, but part of the this, funny part of the story is they get down the list and they, they said, uh, State Department this and then CTC pad, blah, blah, blah. And I caught that. I didn't say anything, but CTC pad is the CIA um, counterterrorism Pakistan Afghanistan desk. 
So I went home with that. I'm like, well, if we're going to Libya, why is Pak Afghan there? So then we come back in. They split us up on a Sunday. Four guys per van were driving to a place in North Carolina, secret base. And I'm in the back. My boss is next to me. And I said, um, I said exactly that. I said, guys, this isn't Gaddafi. This is bin Laden. They found bin Laden. My boss looked at me and he goes, that's exactly what I was thinking. So we're back here talking. My buddy, Mac. So your boss doesn't know, though. It gets better. No, he didn't know. At the time. It gets better, though. My buddy who's driving looks me in the mirror, and he goes, Man, O'Neal, if we kill Osama bin Laden, I will suck your dick. (laughs) (laughs) What a clip. Yeah. So so three weeks to the the day, we're standing over bin Laden's body. I look at him in his house, and I go, Now's now's a good time as any. (laughs) And he goes, fuck you. Like, Your bet, homie. Your bet. <laughs> Still haven't collected on that one. Yeah. You know what? I can't I can't let you go with I, that I got to know. How do you know that your son's the one who shot Osama bin Laden without knowing? Is it a father thing? I mean, it's it's fascinating. Yeah, I I thought I knew. I was pretty comfortable in that because... Why wouldn't it? Why not? Yeah, why, why not? The hell not? Why not? This, this is the same thing <laughs> that we went through point. when he started going from team four or team eight, whatever it was, and he wanted to go to team six to dev group. The question we that we bounced it off each other. Why, if not you, then who? Yeah. Why the hell not you? You know, and it's one of these things. But it was, been, I mean, it was never going to be me though, because I, I was, I was at SEAL Team Six, honored to work with guys from Delta. And I'm like, I can't wait to meet the guy that, from Delta that gets Bin Laden. You know, it's, it's got to be one of them. I'm just happy to be close enough. And if you could just for for the listeners, as far as SEAL Team Six, is that like the most pristine team? Are there how many teams are there? There's a few squadrons at Team Six. We split it up to about uh, between about 200 peoples, 200 people, peoples, peoples, peoples. peoples. So about 200, 200 Team Six, 200 uh, Delta, and we just kind of rotate out for the uh, what we call them. Uh, uh, it's a they're tier one units, right? So I as can't get too, going much, on, too much into them, but yeah. But as time's going on, you're you're kind of realizing, all right, maybe maybe there's a shot. Well, we were we we had always assumed that we were going to skydive in. We were going to jump across the border, do a, a, what we call a high altitude, a high opening. So jump, pit, pull it twenty five thousand feet, and then go fifteen miles under canopy. And then we were training to be able to fight as soon as we got on the ground. That's right. what we. But then when they, I mean, even the president, President Obama, didn't know about these helicopters we had when he was asking when he was told by the CIA about Bin Laden and we think we found him. And they were asking how we can get them, and they said, "Well, Mr. President, there's one more option that we haven't told you about, and it was the helicopters." And yes. even the pilots that flew us in had not flown these helicopters before. They had like two weeks to train on them. What? And the helicopter ends up was it crashing? Then? Crashed, landed. The pilot decided to put it down in the in the front yard, which is what he was trained to do. No? Yeah, well, he made the decision off the. I mean, he just made the call. Wow. And that's we were fortunate to have the four best pilot army. Helicopter pilots are the best, the best pilots in the world. And he just decided that fast, I got to land it. And he put it down in the front. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a decision. And because he did that, he saved everyone's life. So he saved, what is it, 13, 13 guys' lives? Is it more uh, uh, adrenaline when that, when that happens? I don't know. I, pilots are just cool. <laughs> when, when, you, when you are in like really turbulent weather and you're flying like Delta Airlines and you hear a pilot come over just very monotone, very Chuck Yeager, right, he's right. doing that on purpose. He's doing because like when you. when Chuck Yeager got in a nasty flat spin and tumbled for sixty thousand feet, he's like, eh, anyway, I've uh, blah, blah, blah blah blah. That's why they do it because fuck it. I mean, if I'm up here screaming and yelling, you know, I want to fuck somebody. Yeah, like, what the you're, fuck? You're yeah. just, it's not going to help. Just calm the fuck down. And pilots are like that. They're just very well. Even when we when we flew back, we had ninety minutes 
to to fly to live to get fifty years of life. If I can live ninety minutes, I get to see my kids again. And we're eighty five minutes into it. And fi- the pilot came over the radio. Goes, all right, gentlemen, for the first time in your lives, you're going to be happy to hear this. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Afghanistan, <I'm> like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to get so much pussy. <laughs> and your dick sucked by your... Uh, Thank you. Uh, by my buddy, yeah. I've got a, I've got a, I got a blowjob coming where I can look down at my friend where he's going to say, don't grab my ears, buddy. I know what I'm Nothing doing. Nothing like a blowjob <laughs> in <laughs> Afghanistan. I oh, oh, you haven't lived. What the fuck are we talking about right now? And then... This is horrible. Um, I'm, bringing it, I'm bringing it back to you. So then do you remember the time that Robert told you I was the one? Yes. Uh, within, when did you call? I don't know. Because all my buddies, I remember all my buddies going, son of a bitch, why is it, why does it gotta be O'Neal the killer? <laughs> this motherfucker tells a good story. Why the, f- yeah. yeah. Anybody but O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, seriously. C- c- couldn't have been one of those quiet guys? <laughs> the silent professional? Yeah. Well, it was kind of interesting because there's rumors everywhere floating. No, they were out, yeah. They, big were, time. they were out before you hit the ground. Yeah. And back in Virginia. Well, even some of my guys from the White House called some of my buddies in San Diego, and all they said was, it, it was your boy. Because everybody asked the question, who got him? Who is it? How did they know? Do you think somebody leaked The White him? House did, yeah. Really? Everybody knew what happened when it happened. It was, and again, whatever, um, but it's, people knew, and the one question everyone asked was, who who got him? And, and they, O'Neill got him. Nisro got him. So was that, was that tough? I mean, it's pretty much already out there, but even with that being said, was it tough for you oh, yeah. to say it was, it was me? It was tough even with the team getting back because, I mean, we're standing there having cigars and, and some scotch in Love it. Bagram, and everyone's kind of like, I don't, I don't know what's about to happen. Like, the, your life seriously just changed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And, and, um, cause we, I mean, we we got a little bit high profile in two thousand nine when when we when we got um, Cap Phillips and SEAL Team Six name was sort of released, and I remember talking to my buddy who was a head sniper, the one that did it, and I remember looking at him saying, and this is before Bin Laden, I said, "You just did the most significant thing in the history of the SEAL teams," and his response was, "Cool, can we go home? I just want to go home." And then he was there when I killed Bin Laden, and he's like, "He now then my guys looking at me like, holy holy fuck, dude, this is." You just one up them, I it's guess. It's epic. I mean, even even with like, they're like, um, if we could interview the guy that killed Hitler, and I was like, well, Hitler killed himself, and he goes, exactly. Like, wow. we, no one. This is a different level now. We don't. So know. So you know your life. It, well, I didn't know it's... what I didn't know what to do, and I still. I mean, after I sh- even after I shot him, I was like, is this, is this the best thing I've ever done or the worst thing I've ever done? I, I don't know. Wow, crazy. And not not many people. And I was supposed to be a thirty year master chief. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in San Diego right now. I had the line. I have a, a, a scotch and a cigar. All right, gentlemen. Today we are going to do a ten mile run. And of course, by we, I mean you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but every, everything changed. How much? Of, how much of that night do you remember? Like, is is there a lot that I can close my eyes and see it? Anything I want from start to finish. Yep. Unbelievable! <clears throat> yeah, it really is. it's a, and it's almost to, now to the point where um, there's no way it happened. I just know the story. I just know what happened, but there's no way we were there. Right, but and I can see it when I close my eyes. Did you have any dialogue with President Obama at the time, or was it the group? I that- when when he came in to meet us, we were sitting there, and it was us, the air crew, um, the mechanics, the head shed, the cabinet. And I remember Obama coming in as charismatic as he is, and he's like, hey, everybody. I'm like, hey, what's up? Oh, shit. <laughs> Barack. Yeah, hey. seriously. <laughs> and he, he actually asked me, he knew, what, what, the, what do we always say, Dad? You never ask the question. question you, you don't, don't know, know the answer, answer to. to. Love it. I so he said, um, who got him? And me and my buddy go, we all did. 
That's amazing. And that was, he asked me that question. He knew, he knew goddamn well. Yeah. How fast into the conversation did he say who got it? He was smooth about it because Joe Biden, I think, asked me about fishing. Fishing. Yeah. And then President Obama being, I mean, Obama's like, let's be honest. I don't give a shit what side of the fucking aisle you're on. One of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Right. All right. He is. He's he's, got And he's just playing it off. Blah, blah, blah. uh, Michelle this. Who got him? Ah, (laughs) here it is. He's got some swag. Oh, total swag. Mic drop. Obama out. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see him at the correspondence dinner? How about that fucking story? That when he's there, and uh, he was getting wild. roasted by Seth Myers. Yeah, and Myers was great. And we had two nights to get him, either Saturday or Sunday, because we wanted 100% illumination, or zero illumination from the moon. One day was Saturday, one day was Sunday. And we said we couldn't go on Saturday because, of, well, we told him the weather was bad. And he said, look, it's 2011. I know the weather. Oh, this, <laughs> and is, we Ob- said, this is Obama. Obama. <laughs> and then we go, okay, look, the correspondence dinner is Saturday. And if you guys get up and leave every... Every goddamn correspondent is there. They're going to notice. So we're going to go Sunday. So President Obama is getting roasted by Seth Meyers on Saturday, 20 hours before we kill Osama bin Laden. And he said, you guys can't even find Osama bin Laden. I don't know if you know this. He hosts a show on C-SPAN every night at 5 p.m. <laughs> no one watches. And Obama sat there. I would have been like, motherfucker, <laughs> we're getting him tomorrow. <laughs> and he just, poker face, cool as shit. Yeah. Didn't say, I, I don't know how he held it back. That's, that's an Obama moment, dude. That was so dope. Absolutely unreal. And at the yeah. time, of course, he knows what's going on. We're going tomorrow. He's, he just, he gave us the green light yesterday. When, when they, like, cause I think I might've saw, of course, a couple of like movies and everything had, had, had come out. Is it like, can you watch the movies or it just doesn't do it? Yes, justice? I do. Um, Zero Dark Thirty, I will watch it. Great movie. On. Great movie. Good, good movie. And were they, did they hit? No. They didn't hit everything. Yeah, the helicopters came in the wrong way. Maya was hot, but not, she was hotter than that. <laughs> I don't know. They're, look, nothing but love for Jessica Chastain. If she walks it right now, I will, she's I will right kiss now. her on the lips, I promise. <laughs> um, they, they got most of it right. They, they missed the ending, but no one really knows the ending. Unbelievable. Until my movie comes out. I sure I hope they write it, produce it, we'll act see. in it, do we'll whatever see. you got to do to it. That that's just and even, I, well, it all depends on what Brad Pitt's doing to play me. So. <laughs> you sure it'll get Pitt? I yeah. and I we're getting so. Nick Nolte to lose a little bit of weight <laughs> to play me. I'm saying Gary Busey for you. <laughs> yeah, you got to get you got to get some part in it, whatever oh, no, way, no. whatever way shape. You're gonna you grow want. a beard out. You're playing Taliban. You're a shadow commander. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, and I mean, even like, uh, not a lot of people, like, and again, even in all your interviews, not a lot of people know that you were part with the Captain Phillips. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy story. Not a, not no. a lot of people know that. Yeah, we um, we were called out on my birthday, like I said, April 10, 2009, yeah. Good Friday, and um, my again, guys, happy birthday. Thank you. My guys shot him uh, on Easter, and it's one of those cool memes that said, um, what would it say about Navy SEAL snipers? We will shoot you at night on fucking Easter, <laughs> which they did. <laughs> And they were just badass. Or Robert O'Neill's birthday. <laughs> well, you got to figure what was cool about those guys, too, is they weren't supposed to take those shots, and we hadn't done that in over 25 years. And uh, three days before those shots, those three Navy SEAL snipers were in their own beds in Virginia. And their guns did not need to be sighted in for the most difficult shots of their lives, but their guns were sighted in for the most difficult shots of their lives simply because they don't take shortcuts. They're prepared. How stupid. Long weekend. Like, I, can do it on, <laughs> yeah. no, I can do it on Tuesday. Fuck it. They that's were a, ready. We jumped on weekend. Friday. They shot them on Sunday. I hope they took Monday off. No, we couldn't get back. We rehearsed for so long. How do we get overseas? How do we? Re- no one ever thought. How the fuck did we get we all get the guys back? back? It took us three weeks to get back. But when you say rehearsed, how long was it going on for? Like how long? Did well, you we were designed to um, rescue American hostages at sea. 
that type but of operation. But we've never done it, ever. And we thought we thought of everything. Would you say that where the, the pirates went south, if the pirates could do it again, was them? I remember in the movie. If the pirates could do it again, they would jump off the ship and swim to shore. Because when the guys with the beards came in, fucking game over. It We're, was a wrap. Yeah, we didn't we didn't come in here to negotiate anymore. We left Virginia Beach and we we didn't get dressed up for nothing. So eventually it was enough's enough. Yeah, we're gonna we're there to kill you. You had your fucking chance with the FBI, now oh, we're gonna boy. shoot you in the face. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Now what so now <laughs> I mean now that it's all over, going back to I, I think it's fair to say normalcy, what what's your day to day now? What what do I mean I Well I get a, I get to uh, I do public speaking. I talk a lot, uh, corporate events, different companies consulting, um, I get to talk to America basically. And it's nice because like when you see the polls on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC, I don't buy it because I get to talk to America and I can tell you the pulse of the country. And the refreshing thing is most people, even liberals, even conservatives are nice. Most people are, are happy. Most people get along. Most people are not racist. It's comforting. And I can tell you, you enjoy doing it, huh? Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's I mean it's nice. I, I I know the Obamas, I know the Trumps, I know the Bushes. Um and it's just it's refreshing to to you know, not to be the big cloud of it's you true. know, zero carbon offset bullshit, but it's true. people are happy, people are friendly, people want to want to do good for the environment, they want to do good for each other and they're, they're And nice. was was the initial, I mean like r- immediately after how long did it take you to, to really get accustomed to going to Ralph's to get groceries? Like, just like, sh- you know, shit like that. You know what? It, t- it took me a while to stop driving so fast. <laughs> okay. So I want to be you aggressive. Felt- and my, my daughter would tell me, Dad, slow down. Daddy, slow down. Like, really? All right, all right. And then I'm like, you shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but and then we're <laughs> just looking for adventures. So now we, we travel, my dad and I, we shark diving, jump in the water with sharks. From one thing to another. Just, um, what's next? Yeah, what's next? And and like, um, <clears throat> like shit, even sharks are friendly. Surprisingly. Isn't well, that great? Tom, yeah. I'm telling you, you hold me to well, what's it. Well, what's the nicest damn shark? We were lo- Tiger sharks. Nicest damn shark. Yes. Other than a white. You just haven't seen a white yet. And the hammerheads. The hammer, the great hammerheads are really nice. Any close encounters with the shark as far as you get a man? Yeah, you were right Just don't jump on them. Yeah, just be I, And bull sharks, don't... Uh, Great whites are polite. Bull sharks hold a fucking grudge. But you're doing this in the night. You can't even see them. Sure you can. Or don't. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it really is. Well, guys, I, I could not be more appreciative of you guys hopping on. You say to a guest, you know, it's an honor to have him on, which it is. This well, this works like, out well having having Pops here. Isn't that great? I mean, this is this is unbelievable. He's a good I'm, interview. Don't let, him, don't let him fool you. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I he doesn't Tom. even know where he is right now. Tom yeah. came in cool, calm, and collected. He just yeah, hopped yeah. on the mic. It was like it was like Barack. He's a natural. Right? He's a I natural. mean, it really Thanks. is. It's unbelievable. You. you know, one thing I want to interject before we anything. End. Yeah. You know, we, you talk about how we train people up to do the nasty shit that we don't have to do because they do it, and we get them trained up, and they they're the best of the best. How do we untrain? How do we That's get good. them That's back? Good. That's good, yeah. In, in what regard? It, it, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, you. whatever. You know, we, we don't take care of them. So yeah, the emotions Rob, are there for sure. We saw oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Rob has a, a 501c3, a charitable foundation, Your Grateful Nation, that assists others in, as they transition Yeah, back. what do you do what now? Yeah, what now do do what now? do they do? I've talked to guys that have gone through his program that would rather go back to combat than interview. Because they, war makes sense. They, this stuff, we I can don't know get, how to fill out a resume or wear shoes, yeah. but I know how to fight. And I can't sit out of, looking out a window 
with what little meaning there is in the life that I'm now yeah. in. So we do have work to do here. That's yeah, we got yeah, the, yeah, the next ridge line, like we always said. Yeah. Great white sharks and transitioning veterans. Yeah. Or transitioning great white sharks. Fuck it. I don't Either know. Either or whichever way you want to do it, by all <laughs> yeah. means. Yeah. I mean, and so is it it's not really it's not really a uh like it would you consider is it a disorder or it's just something that it was so severe what they were going through that No, no, it's not back? a disorder at all. It's just it's just it's just um turning the page. Yeah. Because we, we we can we can get on with it. It's just it's um, like I said. It's I, there's no way in hell this happened. It's, I just know the you story. Know the story. But we're still losing twenty two a day. Yeah, people are killing themselves over some of the shit. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you just only imagine. I mean, I'm sitting here with you. Well, I mean, it, when when people ask me, they're like, um, "What do you do with um, if you're having a bad day? Call a friend. What do I do if I'm in a good day? Call a friend. Yeah, keep calling. At any any time." Jump. Jump in with sharks. That'll make you fucking believe. That'll give you give you <laughs> yeah, religion. That'll, that'll give you a case of the ass. Last question I have for you that that I that I wanted to ask: If you in your prime, let's say we get into a UFC cage, how fast do you put me to sleep? You asleep? Oh shit! In your prime, under over in my prime, twelve seconds. Uh well, it depends on how long I want to keep you standing. So you'll if you wanted to put me out. Well, well you got to take you down double leg easy, yeah. But um, okay, but so how now long I'm thinking to... under over seven. But, seconds. but see, the thing is, I don't know what you know. And what's our saying we do now? Treat every, treat every... everyone like they're going to write you a check. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend I get girls. I don't know what uh, you know. Yeah. You could be a black belt <laughs> jujitsu. I'm not fucking with you. I don't Far know. from. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> but guys, for real, thank you so much. I mean, I just a lot of fun. Such an Very honor. Cool. You thank guys you are great, us. Tom. I'm Father, so thanks for coming down for this. It's great. Great. You're a natural, Tom. It really is. The next guest has a tough fucking act oh, to follow, saying. but well, and, and his his assistant guest needs to tuck that tag in on a right. tube <laughs> yeah. I usually get it behind the ear. Gotcha. Yeah, hair and makeup guy for you. But thank you guys again, Robert O'Neill, Tom O'Neill. Awesome time. Very cool.